0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: The Superior Power in Black America show. Come on, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Superior Power in the Black in Black America. Uh, this show is basically about uh, what I consider to be our superior power. It is our spending power, and so the basis of this show is about that. Uh, it turns out that we spend $1.1 trillion every year, and if we are spending like trillionaires, we need to be living like millionaires. That is my quote. That is how I feel about the subject, and I'm uh, expecting uh, several guests. I was hoping that my wife would be here. Uh, she is my co-host, Monique, Ms. Monique. I'm very excited about Ms. Monique as she is continuing her progress uh, towards her new career. Uh, usually she's here with me in her rightful place uh, as my co-pilot, and she very well may join in. Monique is a, a great advocate, an asset to her special ed students. She's already a um, substitute, and she definitely adds to the life of these uh, special, uh, special care needs children. And so uh, she has the insight to deal with these, these special needs, and she has the drive. So this is what makes me very, very proud of uh, who I call Ms. Monique. Uh, that is my wife. She's been my wife for 17 years. So, therefore, we have a very exciting show tonight. Uh, tonight the show actually is about something that we all probably uh, viewed. It, is the, it touches on the BET Awards. But I do want to uh, invite all my listeners uh, to call in and be a part of the hot topics and conversation. You are welcome to call in on the number 347-989-0180. Again, be our guest and call 347-989-0180. Press 1 to add your voice to the conversation. We all have differences of opinions. Here is the place where you can express yours, all that we ask is that you stay on topic and be respectful. Our broadcast times are 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time on Thursday nights, 8 and 9 Eastern. Mark your calendars so that you may become a part of this dynamic broadcast. Tune in and listen. Uh, I do want to mention uh, Queen Mother. Ia awa awo falola. That is a really special name to me because she is the founder of the Queen Mother for Real Radio Productions. Uh, she is the late Iowa I.O. for Lola right now, and we just want to give tribute to her uh, because she is the founder. And if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't even have a platform like to share with you, like this to share with you. And so... Uh, the production now is being operated by Imani Dawson and Kenneth Jones. Those are uh, Imani is her daughter, and Kenneth is her uh, better half. Uh, because she's no longer with us, she was the better half, uh, but now <laughs> he has assumed that position. And so we're very happy to be working with them, and thankful that they continue to allow us to be a part of this great program. Uh, we feel like great things happen when great minds converge. Monique, are you here today, or will you not be a part of the show? I'll pass. See, she's going to pass. She's giving me a hard time, y'all. This is uh, Monique's uh, week where her uncle is coming into town, and she is very, very nervous. She wants everything to be just right, and I, I. I'm not helping me. I really messed up this time because I was so focused on everything else, including the show, that I didn't get to do some things. And Ms. Monique is very angry with me. I'm still hoping that she'll join the show and uh, add to this episode. That's it. All right, so uh, let me just tell you guys a little bit about how this show developed. This show is basically uh, a takeoff from the book that I wrote. It is called "The Superior Power in Black America." Uh, There are three major topics that this book discusses. There are self-help and self-sufficiency, the fact that black that the black community has the ability to eliminate resources such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. We don't need them. If you spend 1.1 trillion dollars a year. What business do you have asking for any handout? And so it is not our rightful place. And so the second topic is uh, unity and self-love, pride. In our culture, being able to accept the differences in our culture and then embrace those differences, that's what makes us who we are. We love bright chains and colorful hats and all that. We like dancing to heavy bass music. That is what our culture is. And so we need to be able to understand the differences, uh, embrace those differences, and represent as the African who became an American. So that's what we talk about. We talk about uh, self-sufficiency. And the last topic is productivity and spending. If you don't know how much you spend every month when you get your check, you will always be short. So I, I say to you, We spend $1.1 trillion, and we are continuously, continuously short. How is that possible? Well, there are reasons why. So you have to get the book. The book is called The Superior Power in Black America. You can buy this book at Lulu.com or Amazon or uh, Barnes & Noble, any one of the online stores. You could actually read 58 pages of this book for free uh, on Google Books. And so uh, we just want people to get the message and get engaged. So I do believe that my uh, beautiful wife is here. Monique, are you here today?
2: No, I'm
1: not. What do you think about our first topic, Ms. Monique? Our first topic today, you all, is about Jesse Williams' uh, speech in the BET Awards. I was was so inspired by that speech, man. I, I actually want to be a part of his team. Uh, what about you, Ms. Monique? What do you think about Jesse Williams' speech? I'll tell you a little bit about it. If you remember when he said uh, that we've been, doing, we've been looking at the data, and we know that police somehow managed to de-escalate this arm and not kill white people every day. And so he's saying, you know, why is it so hard for them not to kill us when we ha- pose no threats You know, when you look at the young men, like uh, Tamir Rice, you know, that was not a dreadful situation. There was no reason why that guy should have been killed. Sandra Bland, no reason why she should have been killed. So uh, we know that these uh, de-escalations happen all the time, but when it comes to us, it's a condition. And this is what Jesse uh, Williams was talking about. And if anybody else is out there, please uh, dial in and uh, join the conversation. What do you think, Ms.
2: Monique? I think that uh I think that when Donald Trump rants and raves, the people that support his thoughts. The people that support his thoughts rally behind him. I think that when Jesse Williams is just as emotional about African Americans African Americans rally behind him. Because they're down saying down. they're saying he's saying what African Americans want to hear. And what we feel. And immediately If you look at him on, on, you know, on on YouTube and you take a look at him on Twitter and you look at him on Facebook, I even saw a caption saying, Jesse Williams for president. You know, I know that was not a joke, but I know that that was just saying that we need someone strong like that. But a president can't operate in that fashion, can't operate just on the basis of being... Black. Socially correct for one
1: culture. Yeah. And so, um, I'm not. I
2: do. A- they do it. Go ahead. Is that you, Kenneth Jones? I'm.
1: You guys. Yes. I may even and have Kenneth talk, Jones. Please. Yeah. On the on the air, and I'd like to introduce him. Kenneth, are you there? Yes. Yes. So this is, I'm here. Did you want to join the conversation, Ken?
3: No, I just made a comment. I said. You know we've been having white presidents for the last two, three hundred years, and they look out for their own. So why we can't look out for our own? We always gotta be PC, politically correct. Well, I'm not. If you got a chance to, if you got a chance to prosper, if you got a chance to gain power, you don't know. We
2: may not ever,
3: ever get the chance again in a thousand years, literally in a thousand years the way this country well,
2: is. You know what I believe I believe that we will. I believe that things are definitely headed for change. Especially if the two women get into the presidency and the vice presidency. That is a uh,
1: fantastic looking ticket. Miss
2: Warren is, is really Man, an advocate as well. That is my girl um no I'm not saying that Jesse Williams shouldn't be president. I'm just saying that he probably doesn't have those credentials. Uh but he no, is I not talk about
3: it. where where President Obama when President Obama, he was always saying the middle class. Well, most of us ain't in the middle class. Most of us is low-income, uh, professional, and poverty levels. You know, uh, 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 President Obama did not really want to address issues in the urban areas, in the inner the cities, in the inner the suburbs. Yeah, uh, uh, he always try. he was always trying, his mistake, yeah, it's all over He's history now. Now we could speak about it. He was always trying to please across the aisle. He was always trying. He, he, he overcompromised. He, he overcompromised so much that black men still have the highest unemployment rate where a black man offers. There are uh, 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 people without, most, mostly people without health care are black folks where a black man office. Uh, do I need to say more And our cities are being infiltrated and, and taken back into the hands Of the people that left In the mid to late 60s During the rise riot in America uh, uh, What they call it, gentrification I mean every major city Black folks are being kicked out of their homes And sent to the suburbs Where like oh man And, and the people in the suburbs are moving back into the city and I and 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 let me let me stop so you right
1: there man. Uh listen, I don't I I I, I agree to some degree, but then I, I there's a point where you and I we separate. Because in this country there is a history of people assassinating our presidents. And the one thing that I would want for this president is to walk out of the office kicking and breathing and continuing to live his legacy uh years and years and years after. So, as far as him being an advocate for just blacks, he, there was, his hands were tied. If you think about it, Ken, and I just want to offer this rebuttal. If you think about it, uh, he is not the president of the black community, he's the president of the entire United States. And so, when all but the, the blacks. Black
3: without the black community, he wouldn't be president. That, that, term, that very that well may be, there were P black folks voting for the first time in their thirties, forties and fifties and sixties, you know, for the first time. And, 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 and no one know, yeah. you know what his preacher said? know what his preacher said? They preach said he's just no he's just another politician that take advantage of the black community. And that's yes, why we really no. gotta take sir. a vote seat.
1: If you think about what has happened, he has already changed history, Kenneth. You know, we got to look at the big picture, and yeah, yeah, he may well, have been able to do a little bit more, the more same, for the black community, but it's up to us, man
3: It's the same that's what, that's why this political process is is very questionable, that's why a lot of young folks really on, hold on, wait, wait,
2: before you go on. Because I've heard the same thing from Michael Eric Dyson. I've heard the same thing from a lot of black people that felt like he should have been on the black man wagon. What 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 did he do before he came into the White House? Do you know? Yeah,
3: he was in Chicago. He worked in Chicago as a community activist. What did he do. What did he do? Still, what he did still was still
2: he was, still was, still he was a community worker. This man had an opportunity a civil rights change, attorney. that changed, and he was Huh. He, wait, wait. He was he, Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you a little bit about what I know about him, and it's not from the news, okay? When his wife worked for Sidney and Austin in the late 80s, early 90s, I just happened to be her project assistant because she was a lawyer.
1: Monique is a uh, paralegal. I've been a paralegal for, for almost
2: 20 years. 20
1: years. So she's and worked so, in the legal industry.
2: And, and And so, I do know a little bit about him, and one thing that that he did was he was he was a community organizer. He was into transformation of neighborhoods and things like that.
1: This is what gave him his notoriety. right. He,
2: he was a civil rights attorney, okay, so he fought for civil rights. He was also a teacher of African American and political science. And so he did a lot. He did a lot of grassroots transformation.
1: Um, in Chicago. And he
2: and changed he, this nation.
3: And, and, but wait, we're not, I'm not done. Okay. I ain't talking about the nation. I'm talking about what he did before the White House. Okay. And so, what I do know. Kid, I mean, he didn't do nothing in the White
2: House. I'm going to put but wait. nothing for us in the White oh, House. But, but hold on. But hold on. That I is can. true, Ken. He, 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 right, he, he did look, a lot
3: for the middle class. He did a lot. Hey, let me tell you something about these cold words. Middle class. It's just another name for another pop, a group of people in this country. Just a cold word. No, uh, and, I, and I,
1: that's something I don't agree with either, man. There, there is a middle class, and we consider yeah, ourselves. Said,
3: it's a cold word, middle class. It's a cold word for another group of people in this country. Just like okay. you said. Just yeah. like 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 when people used to say the ghettos. Well, when you say ghettos what, in America, what do you what first come into your mind? You know, say with the middle. A cold word. This country used a lot of cold words instead of being bluntly saying what 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 they really feel or what's on their mind. So
2: you don't believe that he, he accomplish accomplished
1: anything on TV. Nothing
2: for the black community
1: specifically, what he said. Nothing for the
3: black community specifically. No, what I said was you'd be surprised how many people agree with Donald Trump, but when they can in front of the camera, they become PC. Oh,
1: oh no, I, I, I've seen that. I, I deal with that every day. Uh, but so, that's not so what we're talking about. let me, let me about.
2: just let me just say this, and then we'll get we'll get back on it. Because okay. we ain't talking about the bomb. But, but you know what? It's, it came up, so it has to be talked about. So a lot of us, a lot of us in the black community, we deal with pay quality, right? All right. Inequality. And and pay inequality. Right. All right. So he eliminated the Cat twenty-two in those laws. Um, he dealt with things that we need to deal with. We go into uh, places like meat markets, and we get food. And that food is, is not of quality. And so what he ended up doing was he ended up improving the food safety system, and that was in 2013, okay? Um, he created Race to the Top for competitive grants. And it wasn't just for the black community; it was for black businesses, white businesses, Hispanic businesses. They were grants for everybody, and I could go on and on. But there are quite a few things that he has done, but none as far as just advocating for the African American no community. No way, no
1: way in this world he could have done that. I, but you but, guys are getting I, way off. But,
2: but let me get my thought out. Okay. Back on Mr.
3: Did it. Johnson did it.
1: Johnson
3: this is you have
1: a call. You have a call. Oh, it might be my right. guest. Oh, All right. And oh, oh you may go. And who is my guest?
4: Good evening, Mr. Daryl Freeman. How are you?
1: I'm doing fine. Is this uh Ms. Thomas?
4: It is so.
1: Welcome, Ms. Thomas. Thank you for joining the show this afternoon. Uh we we're looking forward to you. Forward for participation uh, are you familiar with what our topic
2: is today about
4: Jesse Williams
2: yes I am and yes, did you get I am. To see um, the awards
4: I did not see the entire award but I did get a chance to read his transcript and hear it um okay. it was very warming it was very warming
1: well, it, I think it sets fire to some people because, for me, it ignited something in me that, that really uh, inspired me to be on his team. And so that's really what the topic is about today. But uh, Monique and Kenneth, jo- Kenneth Jones had into a okay. uh, conversation about... What Barack Obama has done well, for the African American community. I wasn't was talking
2: about Barack. I was actually talking about what they were saying about Jesse. But what I what I wanted to say was, I wanted to say, I was I was amazed at, all at, at the implicit biases that are on on what was said. People were saying things like, Well, you know, where does he where is he coming from? it was very painful for him to speak as openly because we have been so hush-hush for so long. And and what he did was he put me in the mind of Huey Newton. If you listen to Huey Newton's speeches and you listen to what he said, it was quite similar. Well, we quite haven't similar. been
1: hush-hush for, I for
2: think, no time. I think... I was,
0: go
4: ahead. I think um, some of the problems with Jesse Williams and our people is, he beat them to the punch.
0: Yeah. If
4: they're honest with their self. You feel this way. You've been feeling this way, but you don't speak on it, though it's because it's not common conversation. It's not well, common the,
1: knowledge. You don't have the courage to. Now,
4: he you said don't have the courage, but you also aren't but you also aren't as informed because you chose not to inform yourself.
1: Correct. Also.
2: And and you know what? Also. He said something that that put me in the mind of of, of our purpose in in Biba. He said we've been floating this country on credit for centuries. Think about it. And Absolutely. we done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness. Uses and abuses us Burying black people Absolutely. out of mind, While extracting our culture Our dollars That's right. Our entertainment like oil Black That's gold
1: right. That's right. Gatherizing
2: Creations and then stealing them, right. Gentrifying our genius And then trying us on Like costumes before discarding Our bodies like Rhymes of strange fruit The thing is Absolutely. though Is that just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real.
1: But that's right. That's, and that that was very profound. But what that means is that we are continuing. hey okay, 1.1 trillion dollars, and that the wealth uh, dribbles up to the floor. never comes back to us. Who right. are the? Right. And so, mind uh, as far as what Jesse was saying is, stop using our money. Give us what we own back. So we're not right. going to ask for it. We can't ask. We, the, right. righteous, the righteous take it by force. That's, right. that's what the Bible says. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Bible doesn't say be passive, sit back, wait for somebody to do something for you, like the president, a lone black man, but get right. in the game. You know, put right. things together right. and move the front forward. You know, in a the military there is not one the the chief or the captain or the sergeant. He stays back while the front line moves forward.
4: Right.
1: He don't go in there and try right. to kill up everybody. And so our no, resident either. He's gotta put the front line forward. We are the front line when it comes down to the uh African American community. We have mm-hmm. to step forward.
4: But he said one thing that really struck me though, and I think that's that's the disconnect in our culture. You know, even though he was also among one of those students or a student that, you know, grew up in impoverished area and lack of education, but his parents informed him on what he needed to know with his culture. And that's something that That really struck hit home with me, and he said that he would, you know, be honored to list some of the books and things that that he learned that educated him on his culture. That we're not doing, we're not doing,
2: we're not teaching
4: our children about us. We're not teaching them anything about us. They know nothing but white teeth, wear your shorts sagging, go to jail, sell drugs, be a basketball player. Um, They know nothing.
1: Pitch. That's the inundated image that we all see all the time. We don't see Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, we don't see that scholar. You
2: no. know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. This is what what amazes. Now I was talking to my uncle about it the other day.
1: My my great grandmother. My great grandmother. She's uh, <laughs> on the train getting off the train. Oh, she's no uh, getting off the train.
2: Okay. Uh, no, what I was going to say is my, my great-grandmother used to uh, Have newspaper clippings Everywhere And she had just The boy well, Okay had, Okay What are you doing? Baby, you take I walking you can... also, in
1: I'm walking to my car I'm
2: sorry oh, I what, I'm like, to the point, uh, okay, anyway, my, gr- my great-grandmother had W.E.B. Du Bois uh, books everywhere. She had newspaper clippings wow. everywhere. She had, you know, Malcolm X, like I said, Black Panther stuff, just everything everywhere. What she would do is she would take these clippings, and, like, like we didn't have a newspaper in Chicago, right, because she was here in Texas, but she would take these clippings, and she'd take the ones that she felt was important, and she'd send them to my uncle. And we, we would
0: uh, actually, uh, and it was, important, it was
1: important to her that we did. Go ahead. Okay, so okay. here's something else that uh, Jesse said. And, and this really came to, uh, came, really hit me in a, a very profound way. He said, let's get a couple of things straight. Just a little side note, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm not paraphrasing. I'm quoting. The burden of the brutalized is not to comfort the bystander. Now, that speaks directly to us. If you see someone, you need to say something. Then he goes on to say, that's not our job. All right, stop with all that. If you have a critique, and then he speaks to the other side. He says, if you have a critique of our resistance,
0: Mm-hmm. for our
1: resistance, then you better have an established record, of critique for our oppression. And so mm-hmm. now you speaking, and I totally hear that. I get that uh, from the bottom of my heart. Don't come telling me about uh, how blacks are killing each other when you know you're killing, yeah. each, killing up blacks as fast as we can do it ourselves. Don't tell Absolutely. me that... I'm supposed to pull myself up by the bootstraps when you constantly have your head, your foot on my head in an oppressive state. This Absolutely. is your Absolutely. So tell me that it's my own fault. Okay? Have a critique Absolutely. on the other side. So I'm you know, that for me it hit home. And I can tell you, man, I definitely am con- trying to contact Jesse White, Jesse Williams to get on his parade and find out what uh, movement he's getting established in well,
2: well, how is, well, I can... He, well, he has already uh, established. He, he's at, he has a ton of credibility prior to the Awards. He is on the board of directors for the Advancement Project, which is a non-for-profit non-profit founded by civil rights attorneys dedicated to racial justice issues. And he appeared in Stay Awoke or Stay Woke. That's what it was called. Right. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement, a documentary that he right. executive Pr- Produced, so he was an executive producer for that. Okay, um, he's done a lot of
0: things. He, he,
2: he told us in, in the entire uh uh uh, uh piece that he did, the different agencies that he is 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 aligning. And I'm telling you, if you gonna get involved, yeah,
3: that's my I, I mean, Don't get
2: involved,
0: how many gonna get
3: involved? mean,
0: i How many people? Do you think
3: I can't hear you, took, Oh, How many people do you think literally took this seat too hard? And really going to do something today? So uh, the, the, the that's a very good question. The, the, the people in the audience. And that's the that's a very good the question. Well, did that how many was, people do you think? You know he was think? targeting those people in the
2: audience. You know he was targeting them because he was talking about he was talking the way that they he was talking about the way that they depict
1: themselves. Right. He was talking about the way that they depict themselves. So he was targeting them. He definitely was talking to them. Yes, he was. He was on the plane and their plateau. And so I so I caught a lot of it. It was not directed to me. The the person is not sitting in those uh, enjoying that level. How
3: how many movie stars and uh uh, uh R D recording artists and uh, hip hop artists do you really do you really feel listen to the message and took that message to heart and say you know what I am going to like what Daryl said what can I do I heard you, what can I do How many of them do you think? Well,
0: did and you I'm see
1: the
3: speech?
1: It may be some though, Ken. It may be some. Some Did you
0: may see have caught that.
1: Um, dash yeah, some may have caught uh, that, Ken. I, I I think that some people may have been really moved by that. You know, uh,
3: it's different from action. Being moved still, is different from action. You know, see, see, this is something I've been doing for a few years now. we got to stop all this talking and stop doing we got to start doing That's, that's, that. true. that's all we that's just true. We're good talkers and we could go to meetings, but are we good in putting the
1: plan to action? I agree with that, Ken. But
2: you know what somebody That's has her. somebody's got to talk. To put it in action. We all have you to You know what? People are not saying what they should say. People aren't standing up. No, they're not. They're doing. And so he's doing like you said, what other people don't have the courage to do. That's because right. So you there and you put yourself out there and you say, Okay, I'ma say what needs to be said. In the back of his mind, he knew what could happen to him right. doing that. Right. But Still, let me tell you, first thing my girlfriend in New York put on Facebook was we got to protect this brother.
1: That's right. We
2: gotta protect him because he is going to say what needs to be said out loud and proud. And let me tell you something, Shonda Ryan. Who lives in, you know, Who was born and raised, brother, in University Park, Illinois? Who is his boss on Grey's Anatomy? Is not going to fire him because insane. of what he said. That what he had. To what say. he said. So I don't think he has to worry about his job.
1: No, but a...
2: I do know that people are going to come after him on different levels.
1: Ken was asking how many of the <laughs> well, audience, audience was going to oh, be. Oh, they're going to right.
2: You know, let me tell you something. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. There people like, honestly, Jada Pinkett. You know how she is? She's engaged with everything. She's engaged I with with, with trafficking children and things like that. There are going to be quite a few people that are engaged in it. But I'm going to tell you something else. There are going to be some that are not, i.e., Beyonce and that's, people like that. Right. There are going to be a lot of people, people that not. You're going to have your small liners and not so much your headliners involved in that. Now, when it gets big and it gets out of hand,
1: Everybody
2: That's when them headliners are gonna jump up and do something. If you notice, them headliners had Muhammad Ali's back. The headliners did when he got when when stuff got deep, okay. In the 60s, well, on, Muhammad
3: Ali was have, like, "I'm not Cassius uh, Clay. Okay, uh, no I'm not Muhammad Ali. I'm not going to your war. We don't have I'm no not doing what you're we, no H- 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 we don't have no more happy fellows. We don't have no more Bill Russells. We don't have no more Jim Browns. We, are we do now, absolutely we do
2: now, absolutely. Our are not but we've the him. we've got to promote we him. We've got to let him speak. He is the the next Jim Brown. He is this generation he is one. Malcolm X. He is this generation Huey Newton. He is this think, generation. I don't
3: think he's the next Malcolm X. I don't know about all of that. I mean mean, He can't can't do it alone
4: He can't do it alone He cannot do it alone We have to educate our sisters Our brothers, our children Our teachers We have to educate He cannot do it alone A lot of people feel like his speech was good A lot of people feel like He's right, his speech touched my heart but that's
1: as far as they're gonna go with it, and that's the main truth. That's what I'm trying to say. I disagree with you know, that, Keisha. Let me tell
0: you why. Because
1: now here's, here's what's said. true. How
0: many people? God are raises on.
1: up those among the group, among the people that will become leaders. He don't reach out outside of the community or outside of the group that's being raised to lift up that group. He raises that someone up within the group that will lift up that people. Now, that means not only Jesse Williams. That means you. That means me. That means Keisha. That means Monique. That means that we will be raised up to lead those who need to be led into an uplifted state. And now, that's what we try to do with not Now, fever. we can't, we can't, we we can't, can't sit back and say uh, what someone else is not doing if we are not engaged. Right.
2: I mean, we're doing what we're doing with our platform now you you doing what you're doing with your platform, Kenneth. You speak loud mm-hmm. and proud
1: on your platform. That's right. Be
2: doing
1: doing I've been doing it for 40 years,
3: too. This just I've been doing it for 40 years, too, helping my people. It's been a lifelong mission for me. But what yeah. I understand is that today, today's black man, when well, I say black man, I'll talk about the race. Today's black man is much different. From our mothers and fathers, the the World War Absolutely. II generation. Uh, uh, uh they came out World War II. They came out Korea, fighting for this country, and they wanted their rights. Now, by the you know some some black historians today would say, well, they went about the wrong way. Okay, at least they did something. At least they did something. Okay, did they lead us into a burning house? Yes. Yeah. Did they give us the, the assimilation theory? Yes But however They did something They did try and make a change Look at the militants Look at the black pastors And the black liberation army A lot of black historians say Well they shouldn't have did it that way But well, at least they took a theory And an ideology And implemented And put their lives on the line How many I agree. of us totally Today agree. In 2016 Whether you're on the bottom rim of the income ladder or on the other rim or the high rim of the income, how many of black folks today are willing to do to do something in a collective manner?
2: Not too many. Okay, so, so there you go. So let me tell you what you just said. You said doing something in a collective manner. That is correct. And that's what Steva does. That's what we let talking me about. let me tell you that. Let me let me tell you something else. Not only did you say do something in a collective matter, it doesn't have to be SPIBA, but one of the largest things what we're talking about is the one point one trillion dollars that we spend. That we is collectively. That's collectively. And we don't have to spend it where we spend it. That so, is collectively. So guess what? That that's how we stand up. That's what we do to get this right. Because that's what say, they understand. Let me tell you something. Capitalism. Yeah, how that you that that way? Way? how do you read directly understand the pockets? Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Listen, listen up. So let's check this out. I, I, you know what? Thank God for those that marched for us, and they went out there and put their lives on the line, got bitten by dogs and got killed. All right. Thank God for those people. But let me tell you, we can't march no more. Marching ain't gonna do nothing to help us. Well,
3: well, well, good past you.
2: Like you said, today. we have to do something collectively, and marching ain't gonna do it. So what we need to do is redirect our funds. That's take away. That's the Take, march take of our today. power. Take our power away from them that's by the redirecting our funds by lifting up our black businessmen, and it ain't just the businessmen. It's right. not just the businessmen. So this is, let, let me ask in our you a
3: question. Schools, our own mm-hmm. Let me ask a
2: question.
4: Yeah. Go ahead. What is it, Keith? Let me ask a question. Out of this $1.1 $1. 1 trillion, mm-hmm. how many, how much of that is our middle class and below poverty contributing to that?
1: Uh, okay, Both. I'm not sure what the-
2: He's saying, how many? If you had to say one point one trillion dollars, where does it come from? Okay. Where does it come from in our community? Where, where's who, who,
4: the baseline? Who, okay, so who, who's the low majority? Low. Who's the majority of this spending battle? Who's the majority?
2: Okay. I can tell you who that low is, but he's gonna give statistics. I'm gonna tell you who that is. It is a, the what they call the lower class, but it is it is the people that are more impoverished than anybody. Because what we're doing is we're spending our money on trying to take care of our children. We are spending our money on trying to buy groceries, buy medicine. We're trying to spend our money on doing things for our families. We doing, we're taking trips we can't afford. No, we we're
1: doing spend our money on, on hair. We spend our money on going to the store and buying food every day. We spend our money on Mm -hmm. cell phones and
4: time. And and minutes. We spend our money on
1: all this kind of stuff. And let me tell you who do know. Let me tell you who do know. Walmart knows. Walmart knows.
2: Mm -hmm. Bank of America knows. Chase
1: knows.
2: Yes. You That's know,
1: nice. those people know the car dealers. They know who's spending 1.1 trillion. That's $1. why they
2: give us a car okay. so easy and and give us predatory lenders at that.
1: The only people that don't have not counted and accounted for their spending is the black community. And 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 you know what the reports say? The reports say that the uh, the merchants are not paying that much attention because they're not targeting black consumers like they should. That's, that's what the report That's says.
2: what the report says. They're saying that they, they're not targeting us like they should. But you know what? The the truth of the matter is they don't
0: have to target us. They, they don't, don't have target to target us. You're right. they, no, they, You're right. they don't You're have right. to target us. They're all
2: they they're they're
4: running they're running their businesses in our neighborhood. Yeah?
2: yeah. That is you know, the that, target. That is that, the remember,
0: target.
2: Remember that conversation we had, I'll never forget it because you said something that I used to feel all the time back home. You were in the gas station, and you were so pissed off. You said, I don't know why the hell I got to come in the gas station and look at these. mm -mm." And then you were like, I'm coming in here. I don't get no respect. They treat me like crap when I come up in this gas station. Remember you were telling me about that?
4: I do, and I still get upset. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And I still get upset because I'm spending my money. I get upset because I'm spending my money, the money I work for every day, to supply myself with the needs, not my wants, but the needs. And in an effort to do that and spend my money with you, I don't get any respect back. I don't get the baseline of thank you, you're welcome. I don't get any of that. I don't get eye contact. I no, don't get no. any of that. Yet, no. yet, yet, I ha- yet I have to spend my money with you because it's a necessity that I'm getting from you. My resource that I need that I'm purchasing from you is a necessity, not a want.
2: Now, let me tell you this: I used to work for British Petroleum, and what I did was I bought back all the service stations in the region from what we call the jobbers, the people that own gas stations, they had to sell their service stations back to BP to make them company-owned, company-operated, because BP felt that that was something that needed to be done. It would help them profit more, and, and they could monopolize, you know, and, and, and do their thing. They they had Sohio. They had Standard Oil. They had, you know, Amoco. So they had a lot of things. They had Sonico. So they bought back all these service stations and made them into BP's. Now they're selling them again, and they're selling them to the very people that you're talking about, Keisha. They're giving them back. They're giving them back what they took from them. That oil comes from them. If you
1: guys want to know what we spend our money on, I got a chart here based on uh, drawn up by the Department of Labor. Uh, according okay. to them, we spend that's
2: what we, we spend
1: most of our money on housing. The next thing we spend, that is what I want to know. What well,
4: she wants to know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: what I that's what What's I wanted to
4: know. That's what I wanted to know.
1: Okay, so uh, the next thing is we spend a great deal of our money on tobacco and smoking supplies and food. And then another okay. one is clothes. Transportation is a big one. Health care. Entertainment is huge. Personal care, that's huge. You know, we don't walk around with no raggedy clothes if we can afford not to. Uh, no. I say
2: so mamas with Gucci and their babies with onesies.
1: Education <laughs> is a small amount. I'm sorry. Cash contributions to the church. Uh, okay. Okay, oh yeah,
2: we're tired. Personal insurance
1: we, do get first, we get first don't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. So That's those right. are the expenditures that that accumulate and amount to one point one trillion dollars. So it's not just like we going to the store and spending it. We we're giving our banks yeah. that that money for interest on our homes. You understand? Mm-hmm. We are paying those okay. insurance companies a whole lot of money on uh insurance, auto insurance when we shouldn't be paying as much. Right. Uh, we're paying uh, health care uh, probably over what we should be paying. And food, when it comes to food, please.
2: Well, you know what? And guess what? Obesity, diabetes, and all types of cancers, well, in our community, they're pretty high because we spend the money on food that we consume. And that half of that food that we buy and the, and the alcohol that we get, that's what's destroying and killing us. And so that, they're in a win-win situation. We're in the mood. mood. Now,
1: I want to say this. I'm not talking about, I'm not an advocate of, don't spend your 1.1 trillion. I I would I like spending that kind of money, because it, it, it sets the precedent. It lets people know Absolutely. where the money But I do also say this. While you're spending your 1.1 trillion giving it to everybody else, you ought to be spending some of it to uh, uplift yourself. Yeah. And so out of that 1.1 trillion, I think that we all need to be able to drop at least $25 a month in a in a facility that we know is going to uplift a black community, in absolutely. Some state, you know, at, at some point, right down
2: And ladies If you want the breakdown of how we plan to do it, I have personally been working on our website, and I Back, want you to visit. Back to the second topic. I want you to visit Um Our financial foundation is a credit union. Daryl is diligently trying to get this charter. It is going to be up to us to get the donations in for the amount of money needed to start this charter. We've got to figure out how we're going to do this. Well, and trust me, it can be done. God but, but the thing about it is, let me tell you, you have to believe. you got to have faith. You know it's a credit union. God you know agree. you're not giving your money to some pyramid scheme. You know you're not sending it to me in the mail. It's actually
1: a credit union. And one thing so. about a credit union is a federal credit union, and all the funds are guaranteed. And they're federally and, and insured. They're insured. Exactly. But that is our second topic. So while you led us into that, let's break from the first topic and go into the second topic. The second topic is where the company is headed, SPIPA. Monique, do you want to read that for everybody?
2: Well, I actually Can want to just kind of give, give my idea the first. Of it first. I, I will. It'll, it'll break it okay. down. Our ultimate goal is to obtain 10 million members, to become fully vested and dedicated to building the fastest-growing financial institution in African-American society. Through the process of 100% membership, participation, and cooperation, members will become fully engaged in the accelerated improvement and undertaking of our community status, And we must open new black businesses and black communities all across this nation and set the precedence of training and hiring black residents who live in these prospective communities. We must invite and appeal to currently established black professionals to operate their businesses out of these communities. And most important, we must encourage those that have left our communities to return to them and to welcome those that are looking for a safe and prosperous community in which to reside. To join our communities, our goal is for Black communities all across America to embrace self-sufficiency and to become self-supporting by embracing and productively utilizing the spending power we already possess and enjoy. We intend to bring our economic emancipation into fruition. Well, so if you didn't understand what we just said, oh, that, that I'm gonna clear. I'm gonna break it down. That was clear. And what I'm gonna say is, and this is how I look at. We go on the bank, y'all. Well that that's one. Huh. But 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 number two is we need our communities back. We need to grab Rosalind. We need that's to right. we, we need to grab Roslyn. We for need the jewelry store in
1: Roseland.
2: We we need to grab East Austin. For the jewelry store. We, we need to grab areas of Houston. For the we different need different to go world. to Louisiana and hang out in New Orleans. Put some Mercedes we need to get these people back into their communities. Build some doctors, lawyers. People that have cinemas, people that have community organizations, grassroots organizations, uh, Jesse Williams organizations. Yeah, and kind of get Barack back out there helping because he's going to be on the Uh scene somehow, somewhere. The man is good, and I want him on my team. I know what he's capable of. Okay? And and that's that's not a dream. These are things that he actually does. And we we know him personally, really. No, you don't, but anyhow...
0: Well, I he feels brother.
2: He feels like it's his brother. But anyway, what I'm saying is we want to get people back into their communities. I remember a time when I could walk through Harvey, go to Chicken Unlimited as a little girl, grab a big box of french fries, go back to a place I called the Shady Rest with my friend, and have my french fries and my chunky candy bar sitting on this log and not worry about somebody running up on me, killing me. I remember growing up in Markham, Illinois, and riding my bike around the block. I remember sitting on my porch with my blankets and my my stuff over the, the, the banister and playing on the front porch like it was a tent. My baby can't do that in Chicago. I want to enjoy life again. I want people there to enjoy their lives again. They deserve it. Let me tell you something else. I had a friend to lose their son who was 17 years old yesterday. He was walking on the metro train tracks, and nobody knows why, but apparently it was suicide.
1: It may not have been.
2: You can't hear that train. It might have been drugs, and you can hear that metro train. That train is loud. Uh, sorry, uh, Keisha? You can't hear it. What
1: yes, I'm Keisha, here. Keisha, are you there?
2: Uh, could you tell y'all that the metro train is loud when you're standing there? You the can metro hear that metro train again Yes. You can. I sit that train every day. You can. So you can hear that metro train come up on you. And if you ain't jumped across or away from that track, I'm sorry. But there was a problem with that child. We it's unknown as paper. to why
0: he was
4: walking on the metro tracks.
1: We do have to recapture our communities and everything. And the way we're going to do it is with a financial base first. We need to have the financial support to uplift our community. And
2: you know what? Money
1: is the drive. It is the mechanism. We
2: we have to teach our people how to be careful because there are some people out here, these people out here that are saying that they want to help the African-American community, they want to help build it, but what they're doing is they're making it worse. They're taking that money. They want to own it. They want to own it. They want to control it. They want to redirect and, and, and right they back to buy them. it back to themselves.
1: Okay. We want so to make sure that things
2: need that to be, we want to make sure it doesn't happen.
1: They cannot buy into this program and then control it. I won't allow that.
2: Mhm. And we have to be able to educate the people that are, are getting involved with those, with those agencies. Because there's one coming up right now in Chicago, and I can't really say the name of it. Because I'm not going to defame them. But I will yes. say this, I will say this that it is a pyramid scheme. And it is it's unfortunate because they've already gotten a community center and they're putting a rooftop on it. That's not what helping people is about. You are already spending no, the money people not. are giving you. You know, you already spending that money. I don't care what my offices look like, I'm gonna help you out of it. Well the money you know, has to go back so to So it the has home. to go back into, it's the, gotta the, house, get into on the, the community.
1: Table. It's gotta bring the level, the standard of living up for the individual. Here's here's what we say. If we lift the floor, everybody standing on the floor will be raised. If we raise the floor, everybody standing on it will be lifted.
2: Now, I'm going to say this last thing because we're getting short on time. This is what it's going to take to get there. And we'll, we'll remind you of this next week. We're going to acquire this business license and start the Federal Credit Union Charter. And then we're going to recruit committed members, gather data, focus on communities, implement the plan. Um, a bit of information regarding the credit unions and the process. A credit union is a member-owned and controlled, not-for-profit cooperative financial institution formed to permit groups of persons to save, borrow, and obtain financial services and to participate in this management. Member ownership and control are what make credit unions unique. The FCUA also established an independent executive agency within the federal government for the supervision of federal credit unions, known as the National Credit Union Administration. NCUA charters and, and they supervise the federal credit unions. They're backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. NCUA ensures savings of members and eligible non-members to at least $250,000 in all federal credit unions.
1: Up to $250,000 And many state
2: charter credit unions. Membership is limited to a group, so that means it won't be a whole lot of them, it will be or multiple groups, each defined in the credit union's charter, right. each of which have a common bond of occupation or association right. or is located within a well-defined neighborhood, community, or rural district. Member deposits into the credit union, otherwise known as shares, allow the member to become an owner of the credit union with the right to vote. Shares provide primary funding for the lending and investment activities of the credit union. Members exercise democratic control. One member, one vote, regardless of of shares owned.
1: So the, the fee, the 25, so here's the premise. We get 10 million members, and each member... Uh, is obligated to pay $25 per month as a membership fee. You are a member, you are a shareholder. Once it grows, your money grows. But the membership fee is non refundable because it is the actual money that does the work. It is the money that we invest, it is the money that we uh, lend out, it is the money that we uh, target communities to uplift, it is the money that we put the roofs on these houses. It is the money that we use. So it's non-refundable. So if you think that you can go into this credit union and then say, well, I gave $25, I need my money back, just go to Chase or go to Bank of America. Don't come to Spiva, <laughs> okay, because this program is about uplifting America,
2: black now, America. Okay, now let me just tell you a little bit more. The credit union is governed by a board of directors, elected by and from the credit union's membership. So the board and other committee members serve on a volunteer basis and are charged with acting in the best interest of all members. Professional managers and staff may be compensated, but only one board officer may be compensated. Funding usually in the form of donations and grants is necessary to cover the startup costs of the PLCU. To absorb its net operating losses until it achieves positive net earnings. So you're going to have losses before you have earnings. And to maintain an adequate capital position. The amount of funding varies and is contingent upon the POCU's desired initial services, the business model, and overall proposed operating structure. More services and related costs often equate to more funding. The actual amount necessary will not be able to be fully determined until completion of the performer financial statements and plans for operating independently. So, How
1: much do you think it costs per million?
2: And it says, it says, if you wish to estimate the amount of funding required, we suggest using a minimum, the lesser of 300,000 or 100,000 per one million dollars in projected assets during the first five years of operation. For example, if you expect the PFCU to grow to five million in assets by the end of, the, of year five, the organizer should, should obtain pre-charter, at least 500,000 in commitments out of donated capital and these are so, the commitments wait from minute, other we have we have two minutes. and
1: organization
2: okay so guys we want to mention and thank Queen Mother for Real Radio for allowing us a platform to share with you. We're very excited about our future endless opportunities together. Great things happen when great minds converge. You can find the superior power at Black America Online at lulu.com, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Google Books, where you can read 58 pages for free. You can also tweet with us on Twitter at Landau Smooth. You can visit us on Facebook. Visit our blog for Life at Landau Smooth at blogspot.com. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to www.t People. and join It's free right now so come on and do it Keisha I'm still here In it
4: Good morning, everyone Thank you for joining the Superior Power Black American Coast We'll see you back here next week on Thursday
1: night 7, pm time, 8 to 9 uh, Remember if you just want to get in House number hey, I'm 8, I'm 9, 9,
0: we be